This is Morgan Hazelwood, back again with more writing tips and writerly musings. Today I'm going to start sharing with you some of my Worldcon 75 panel notes. And I'm going to start with writing fight scenes that work with Jack Campbell, Elizabeth Bear, Sebastian DeCastle, and moderated by iSigns. Viewpoint solves everything, Elizabeth Bear. How to start a fight in a story. We're, we're hopefully not trying to start fights in real life here. Um, first off, you need to establish what each opponent could gain or lose. By establishing the stakes, you make the reader care about the fight. You don't want something like the opening of Matrix 2 where they're fighting for 40 minutes and you don't really know why. Preferably, you give the reader a favorite, someone they actively want to win, and give them an opponent that they actively want to lose. Fighting starts at its basic when you have two or more people with diametrically opposed goals, and the fight is usually triggered by a change in circumstances or the timeline, a ticking clock that's running short. According to Elizabeth Bear, one of the best fight scenes in all of fantasy writing is in Watership Down, where Bigwig faces off against General Warren to save the baby bunnies. Making the reader care and the stakes high isn't about scale, it's about the characters and the consequences if they fail. In real life, the person who is willing to risk the most is probably going to win. In a bar fight, if one person doesn't care if they end up in the ER and the other person does, the one who's worried about ending up is going to be fighting more defensively and the aggressive one is likely going to win. Let's think about classic movies. Uh, in The Princess Bride, the most important part of the sword clash on the cliffs of insanity wasn't the fight itself. It was the introduction of Inigo and Wesley before the fight, in which we established the report and the fact that had circumstances been anything other than what they were, those two should have been friends. And that informs the second half of the whole movie. So when we have fighting, are there rules and can we break them? The cliche is for the honorable hero to pause and kick the sword back to their worthy opponent. Is this realistic? Is this sort of a rule that should be followed? Well, according to Jack Campbell, physics is probably the only rule that you shouldn't break in most settings. But if you do change the expected rules of the fight, there need to be consequences. And remembering who the characters are informs their expectations. When two people agree to a no rules fight, that means something different to a street rat than to a noble. In real life, there are expectations. With the rules of war in the modern world, we have the expectation of decent treatment of prisoners of war, of purposely avoiding civilian casualties. In bar fights, eye gouging and going for the private bits, not expected. If it starts off as a fist fight, 
weapons getting drawn is usually not expected. In a fight for dominance, in a story you very often end up with a bunch of adventurers fighting and forming an adventurer group. It's part of their cute meat story. But also in a fight for dominance, you, you have egos, you have emotions, and you usually have honor in that sort of situation. In a fight for survival, though, there are no rules. Fights do need to follow the rules of motivation, and that's what informs what the rules are. Remember the period you're in when you're writing and the expectations of that time and place. Classically, most duels were not fought to the death. It was easier to run or burn down your enemy neighbor's house. Also, duelists to the first blood were not necessarily honorable. There are many recorded instances of them dragging their sword through dog shit and hoping that their opponent's wound would go septic. The story of David and Goliath is not what most Westerners think it was. Slingers were well-respected battle weapons for shorter ranges, and David was a trained shepherd who kept the wolves away. He had killed with that sling before. Um, in the Wild West, there is only one recorded instance of gunslingers meeting at high noon. One. Just one. So remember the expectations of the time and the place when you build the drama and make your fight. Yes, you can add things just for drama, but you have to make the reasons make sense. So now, how do we write these realistic fights? We've got our motivation, we're all ramped up, and most people are trying to avoid fights, but sometimes you end up in them. Tip one, when you write a fight, use the character's point of view. Don't give the reader a blow-by-blow, -blow, complete Dungeons and Dragons initiative-by-initiative -initiative action. They can be really hard to follow, and they're not about motivation, they're about actions. And in the flurry of an actual fight, you're not gonna know that. The character's not gonna pay that much attention. Think about talking to a soldier or a martial artist unless you are one. And if you are, then think about the fights you've been in. Do you remember the blow by blow or just the major actions? This hurt. I was struggling to get my elbow up. I punched them. If you, if your character doesn't know the name of these fancy moves, they're not going to use them in the narrative. The fight needs to be visceral. You need to show what the body is feeling and how the character is reacting physically and emotionally. And that will let us know how the fight is going. If the character seems desperate, we're going to know the fight's not going so well. There are some weapons that can create a distance, both physically and emotionally. And in those instances, you can write a character who's fighting more intellectually and less emotionally. You can add in the snarky narration and all the fun stuff, but probably not when they're fighting for survival. If they're dueling or wrestling, it's a lot easier to make calculated observations than when they're losing a fight to the death. Do the characters need to know why they're fighting? If you want the characters 
sorry, if you want the readers to connect with the characters, they need an immediate goal they're trying to achieve by this fight. They need to be trying to save somebody, they need to be trying to escape, they need to be trying to establish the reputation and gain allies. They need a reason to be in the fight. Never use a fight scene just for fun. A fight scene needs to be a physical manifestation of an emotion for the protagonist or the antagonist or both, but it just, it can't just be on a physical level or the reader's going to disconnect. Sex, fighting, and conversation scenes are all alike. Something has to change during the scene or the scene needs to be cut. You need knowledge unearthed, opinions voiced, character growth, something needs to change in order to justify the scene. Otherwise, give a two-sentence summary and move on to the next scene. So you're writing the fight scene. How long should this fight scene be? Well, the answer isn't as helpful as you might think. It needs to be as long as it needs to be. Think about Indiana Jones. There's the scene where Indiana Jones has the guy with the sword and he's waving it around and Indiana Jones takes his gun, shoots him, and moves on with the story. This works because of a reversal of expectations and that kind of makes it really funny for the viewers. Uh, reversals of expectations are what keep readers excited. Fight scenes should have beats, a certain ebb and flow, like classical music. And the main character needs to make mistakes. They're reacting to the circumstances. They don't have time to plan. They have to just react. And sometimes they're not going to react in the best way. So whenever your characters end up in a fight, remember, Everyone in the fight needs to rationalize to themselves why their actions are acceptable. I hope this helps you write better fight scenes. Thank you for tuning in. I'll talk to you next time.